Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, lady. Hello, hello, hello. We've just been catching up. Grace just got back from chewing the fat. <laughs> Grace just got back from Singapore, a special yep. little trip. I love Singapore. I love it too. It's so clean. I love that like Southeast Asian heat. Mm. It like I feel like you feel so healthy when you're there. It like. I don't know what it is. It's like you're in a sauna. It's like you're in a constant sauna and your like bones and muscles feel relaxed or something. It's like the opposite feeling of being in the UK. You just feel yes. calm and beautiful and fresh. I just got back from a little weekend in Big Bear, which is this gorgeous mountainous place and up in the snow. And it was really quaint and lovely. In California? Mm-hmm. California is so – that's what's so crazy about California. Like, what the, I think that's what people don't get about California slash LA <laughs> is that it's just so close to so much wilderness. So within like mm-hmm. two hours, you can literally drive to the snow. Like I'm pretty sure I might be making this up, but I think almost at any time of the year. Plus in two hours, you're in the desert heat, like in Palm Springs or Joshua Tree. You can go on like these crazy hikes. You can go camping. There's so much nature surrounding – that's amazing. Beverly Big Hills. Bear. <laughs> Big Bear's a cute name. Big Bear, I know. So sweet. Um, and I don't know. It was just like quite quaint, but we've... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> my alarm. Oh, it's just my washing. Nothing major. <laughs> um, but I was also telling Grace about having an Amex, which is a special, special thing to own. Development. So I'm... I have basically banned myself from having a credit card since I think I closed one maybe five or six years ago because I can't be trusted. But Zach got an Amex recently. Now I just want one. Now I just have I have FOMO every time he whips it out. The way the US works, which is so crazy, um, anyone who's lived here will know this very well but they live like they work completely off credit so your credit rating is like the most important thing in the world so since they're the minute they get out of the minute they can everyone gets a credit card here and starts building up their credit rating and Mm. you can't get like you basically can't get a house like a rental without a credit rating you can't loan a car without a credit rating you can't get on a phone plan without a credit rating like Mm -hmm. every single thing is based off that which is also quite crazy because i'm like give a 16 year old a fucking credit card and what do you think their credit rating is gonna be yeah exactly that's it just seems a recipe for disaster i know it's so it's like capitalist hell over here but then they so I got here and yeah, the good, the good thing, the good girl thing to do in places like Australia and New Zealand is not to have a credit card. Mm-hmm. But so I got here and I didn't really have a credit rating at all. I haven't had a credit card yet since I like banned myself at like age 21. And um, well, since Westpac banned me, <laughs> if I'm honest, 
age 21. <laughs> Revisionist history. Fuck you, Westpac New Zealand. The old um, <laughs> And yeah, so then I got here and had to like start off on this one that's called like Capital One and they just like give anyone a credit card. And you have to have like a five, everyone, every single person who moved over kind of has to do it unless they're smart, like Zach can start like building up their credit history in other countries with an Amex. Oh. That's like really clever. But um, most of my friends who moved here had to do the same thing as me and you get like a 500 US dollar limit on it and you have to spend on it, pay it back straight away, spend on it, pay it back straight away. But the more you spend and then the paying it back, obviously before it's, um, before the statement is due then your credit rating goes up. And then I find, and then I was like sitting with friends and like threw my capital one card in the middle to pay the bill. And someone paid me out so hard, like laughing at me. And I was like, I can't get an Amex yet. And then I applied and I got one and it has a no limit. Grace, it's fucking mental. No, that's no limit. That's terrifying. I know. I I, I got a bit, got a bit too excited the first month and then really had to rate it in. Didn't pay my statement like, all completely off on time so my credit rating's gone down fucking hell it's so yeah. like you're just constantly on guard i need to check i never check my credit rating because i just never think about it constantly on guard you don't need to know it for you don't like there's no need no but i'm just like it's such a slippery slope that because you know how money just feels so abstract like there's so many times where i've just been paid so i'm like i have so much money and then i spend and spend and spend and then i suddenly I'm like, oh, where did it all go? Like, if if I never had that moment of it literally running out, yeah, you just have to be uh, so alert. I know. I basically have been in a cycle. I don't know. It's just hard because, like, girls, there's so many things that you need to spend money on. There's so many things that just come up, like, all the time. And I guess doing long distance as well. The minute I have any money, I'm, like, buying flights to fucking London. Mm. And then this weekend, I'm going to Vegas to see Kylie Minogue again. (laughs) Again? That is a great use of your money. I know. And then yesterday they were, like, because Amar, like, basically was emailing, somehow got us a hookup, but we still have to pay. It was funny because he was, like, he was, like, Oh, they said something, something like, wish we could go, la, la, la. Eventually it came out that they'd, like, just asked us to pay instead of giving us free tickets. And I was like, I will pay. Like, I will pay. Yes, we will Good pay. money. Go back to the man. So he went back. And um, basically it was, like, going to be 200 USD to stand at the back GA or <laughs> mm-hmm. 200 USD each plus 200 USD to spend on food and drinks to sit in one of the special booths. Oh, special booth. Slap that Amex down ASAP, baby. <laughs> so I'm like 400 US dollars to see a show I saw like a, a month ago. Like that's where my money is going. And special food and drink. Special. I know. I was like, well, we'd have to eat anyway, wouldn't exactly. we? And we'd be drinking there anyway. So we're probably saving money. Yeah, you're saving money. That's very exciting. This weekend. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. on Saturday. So that will be fun. going to go to like... Basically, his, his two of his friends, he's here at the moment visiting girls, mm-hmm. uh, met the children, loved them. But um, his friends are in town in Vegas, so we're just going to go and visit them for two days and take the puppy. Oh, can the puppy come? <laughs> yeah. It's so good because hotels and stuff are so sweet here with animals. She's going to piss everywhere. She doesn't know how to pee outside, but <laughs> that's, their own, that's their problem. <laughs> that's really, really cute. Are you going to... Put her in a little bag, a little tote. Well, if Sandy Liang would fucking ship my tote. I don't know what's going on with shipping here. I shipped, it was Grace's birthday like seven years ago. Yeah. And I shipped her present and it's still in the UK. (laughs) And I shipped that tote from New York and it's not arriving till next Monday. Like what? Next Monday. That's not in time. The Vegas (laughs) weekend. That that's made for the Vegas weekend. I fucking know. Don't don't I know it? It's made for Kylie. Imagine if I could take her to Kylie Minogue, put her in a little sparkly dress. At least now that this is my second time seeing Kylie Minogue in a month, I know to wear sparkles because she wears heaps of sparkles. Um, How am I ever going to be able to save for a house? And just things, never. things just keep coming up, like things like that. And it's like obviously you're only you're only young once. I told you what my sister said, didn't I? And I already said it on the pod, I think. But bless her, it's what I live by now. She was just like, well, you're just living 
in real time the holidays that everyone else saves for. Yeah, it's just a different. Like, yes, it's a different way of life, you know. But like living in LA is obviously not forever. It's like a special time, so you just have to spend <laughs> in real time because that's what other people would save to do to come for a trip to LA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know they're just different. Like they're just different approaches. I think there's sometimes where people, someone can buy a house. Say, I know this is going to sound quite obvious, but <laughs> someone could buy a house. <laughs> And then sell it and then lose, like, 50K. You know what I mean? People who are operating in that, <laughs> like, saving high level of... What are you even saying? I'm trying to say that, like, we waste money in this microwave. Or not waste it, but we spend money in this microwave. Microwave that seems wasteful to people who are sensible savers. But those are the kind of people that could lose a very large chunk of money on like an investment gone wrong or like a house sale that thing or the house price dipping or you know what I mean? And then that could be yes, the equivalent so to us spending five ones. years of fun is like them. So it's just <laughs> it's I'm <laughs> just saying like... it's not like life is just made of fun, crazy, financially reckless people and then sensible people who everything goes perfectly. It's just you have to pick the things that are valuable to you. And then take life is like a box of chocolates. Yep, you never know which one you're gonna get. (laughs) Wait, what did I watch on the plane? I watched The Bodyguard. (laughs) Oh my god, special! It's so fucking. I hadn't seen it in so long, and I just loved it. And I had a glass of wine, and I cried at the end when she ran off onto the tarmac. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I watched, which is, I watched um, a movie that I've avoided basically my whole life. And that's because my last name is Truman. I had seen the Truman Show, obviously, when I was like a very young child, but I hadn't seen it since I was a grown woman. And and I think because you know the premise, you're kind of like, oh, I know what that film is, but mm-hmm. fuck, it was good. It's amazing, isn't it? Was it was great on a rewatch. Yeah, great on a rewatch. I, I love that about planes. I don't know if you watched it on a plane, but it's just like movies you'd never, ever think to watch. They're just because they're in front of your face for like 10 hours. You're like, okay, I'll watch Braveheart. Yeah, I think I've been curating my play and watches like in such a good way. How I watched Thelma and Louise, and I'd never seen that before, and I was like, "This is such a great movie to watch." There's so many movies like that that we just haven't seen, but why do we forget that they exist when we go to watch a movie? Yeah, exactly. They're plane movies. They're for the plane. Yeah, yeah. They're like they're filling the gaps in your watching knowledge, or they're rewatching something that you've forgotten. And you still haven't seen Romeo – was it you that still has, that hasn't seen Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion? Yeah, I've never seen it. That's oh my a God, plane you need watch. to watch that. I know. Yeah. I'll wait for it to be on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Request it on the airline. Um, yes. Speaking of movies, Golden Globes. Speaking of movies, I was going to say, when are we – what are we – The GGs. Talking about – um, I don't know if there's much to say about the old GGs. I have lots to say. Okay, you have lots to say. When is the when is the strike gonna affect like because these seem like a pretty full Golden Globes. They don't seem that impacted by the strikes. So do you think next year will be way less stuff or do you think it's all just gonna balance out? Um, I honestly have no idea. I feel like, yeah, next year, I guess then. Yeah. Because the strike was so recent. But wait, when was this? Yeah, because, well, (laughs) yeah, next year. Because obviously, like, these films were already made and then they went on strike when, like, Barbie got released. So it'll be... Yeah, next year, there'll be very few movies coming out. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's so funny how we talked about them last week and then the nominations came out this week. They heard us. So, best motion picture drama. Have you seen Anatomy before? So, I started watching it on the plane, actually, and I didn't finish it. It ran out by the time we landed. But it's very... It won the Palme d'Or. It's very, like, uh, French-slash-Swiss serious crime drama courtroom drama kind of vibe yeah Amar loved it yeah I'm only halfway through I was I was petering out a little bit but I need to watch it to the end before I make a judgment but like very good acting very good all that kind Mm. of European that's kind of not a plain movie no I agree but I just wasn't I don't think it's out in Australia yet right 
So that's about, oh my God, he literally just told me yesterday. Woman. <laughs> a woman falling. Uh, a man falling. Or, or be, no, a man falling or being murdered. And they think she killed her husband. Yeah. Did she or didn't she? We'll never know. I'm just like, I'm just like, we're not going to know. I'm like, it's so European that they just won't tell us and it'll be open-ended and we have to decide for ourselves. And I'm like, <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, The Zone of Interest. I've never even heard of that. I've not heard of The Zone of Interest. And Maestro. Which is Bradley Cooper, right? Um, is the Bradley Cooper one, yes. The zone of interest, oh God. The commandant of Auschwitz, Rudolf Hoss, and his wife Hedwig strive to build a life for their family. Hedwig? Hedwig. Harry Potter? Um, oh, that's Jonathan Glazer, A24. That'll probably be uh, later in the year. Best motion picture drama. Oh, it'd be so amazing if Past Lives won. I agree. Or I guess Anatomy of a Fool, since I haven't seen it. Okay, so best motion picture, musical or comedy. The only thing I have to say about obviously Barbie got nominated and Barbie got nominated in so many things. It was a crazy cleanup for Barbie, except for the fact that America Ferreira wasn't nominated. Can you believe? Yeah, it's quite outrageous, actually. We were just talking about just her discussing. not getting her dues. Not getting her flowers. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, and then the other thing, which we will talk about in more detail next week, because you're going to see it by then, is May, December, which I watched two days ago, and it's nominated in musical or comedy. And I just have a lot of things to say about that once you've seen it. But it is funny. Like, it is a funny movie in parts, but I would very much not classify it as a comedy over a drama. It does seem like there's quite a few examples of the Golden Globes roguely doing that for stuff just to either because they want to give something a bunch of awards and they know that it won't win against the drama category. So they cheekily put it in the musical comedy one. So they'll just use like any excuse basically. Yeah, like it's funny because it's there were funny things that happened in it for sure, and I do think that it was it did have a comedic undertone to it. Like the music was quite funny, the way Natalie Portman played her character was quite funny at times. But I was like, yeah, it's just I just think if it's going to be in a, I think when it comes to these these award ceremonies, yeah, it's just like not fair because also then Natalie Portman got nominated for best performance by a female actor in a comedy. Mm-hmm. against like Margot Robbie and Barbie. And I'm like, they're just such different, like it's such different uh, performances to like judge against because May December isn't yeah. really a comedy. I don't know. It just felt kind of unfair. Yeah. It's like she, Natalie Portman could just like get the award for that because her performance reads like more dramatic and hefty and things. Well, yeah, yeah. her performance, yeah. her performance was incredible and like, yeah, it was more serious and obviously like more kind of, layered and thing because it's a drama (laughs) sneaky sneaky naughty 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 (laughs) i was also it was a really funny because i was scrolling through and i saw margot got nominated for best performance by female actor for barbie and then i went to like best performance by a male actor and didn't see ryan gosling and i was like oh my god like how did he not get nominated but of course it's it's supporting. supporting Ken? He's going to win that baby. That's a sure bet. Ken vibes. I hope he does. It'd be so sick for, for him to win I for think that. I will. I really do. Okay, the holdovers. So musical comedy, Air, that's that Ben Affleck one about the Air Jordans, American fiction, don't know what that is. Barbie, May, December, the holdovers, don't know. And Poor Things, I would say, is the movie I'm most excited to see. The Emma Stone one, right? Yeah, this whole year. It's meant to be fucking amazing. It's Yorgos Lanthimos, sorry if I've said that wrong, who did like The Favourite and The Killing of a Sacred Deer. And apparently Poor Things is super, super horny and full of crazy really? sex scenes and the costume's amazing and apparently she's just phenomenal in it and it's really funny. Wow, it's got such good reviews. It's really funny though because I saw... I think I've seen the trailer for this or I've seen just like, I don't know. Films like this don't outwardly appeal to me. Like, I don't know what it is about it. I think it's just the like, it seems too. The fantastical element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the fantastical element doesn't appeal to me or something. But I think I will. I just have to be in the right frame of mind to watch it. But I think, 
I like zone. I know that this isn't a good example, but what's that Lena Dunham one where I just like zoned out and like hated it? Oh, uh, yeah. That was like a medieval one. Yeah. I, obviously, it's just that wasn't done like crazily well, but I just, yeah. But I love Emma Stone and obviously, oh, it's out. It's out here. Mm. Oh, shit. Time to go to the cinema. Back to the cinema. I watched Napoleon in the cinema. Did you? Was it good? Pretty average. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I quite like a long it's like three hours long it's super long but I quite like a long historical drama battle scenes and such but it was just fine same I love Pearl Harbor <laughs> Pearl Harbor's so it's like good. my favorite movie <laughs> literally so good I remember watching that as a kid um okay 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 lovely that Lily Gladstone got nominated I'm just jumping ahead of your no I'm right with categories. you I'm right with you Lily Gladstone um yeah I think she will win even though I've seen Almost nothing else on that list, but she was Greta Lee so was good, pretty phenomenal. Yeah, in past Greta lives, Lee. I know how cool is she? She's fucking coolest. And Sandra Hula is she is really good so far in Anatomy of a Fall. God, it's a packed, packed little a tight year. So many amazing girlies in one little scrap of text. Yeah, it's a really packed category. Obviously haven't seen Carrie Mulligan and Maestro and then Kaylee Spaney and Priscilla. She was really good too. I don't think she'll win, but she was, she was great. It was such a good debut. Best male actor, obviously less interesting. Bradley Cooper and Maestro, he's absolutely <laughs> gunning for it and I suspect we'll not get it. Got to be Barry. It's got to be Barry. It'll be Killian Murphy for <laughs> Oppenheimer because everyone fucking loves those like. Yeah. Like, Barry. Barry fucked the dirt. Show me him fucking the dirt. Show me him licking up cum from the bathtub. Um, also, cool that Saltburn got... I mean, I thought it would have gone more, but I guess it is, like, such an indie. Like, it's great that it got recognised. Oh, yeah. It didn't get nominated for Best Film or Drop. What? I know. That's a bit outrageous. I can't believe... Sorry to go back to Best Performance, both female actor in a motion picture i can't believe jennifer lawrence and no hard feelings was nominated i completely agree like no shade to her but that film fucking sucked i tried to put it on as like a <laughs> wait is that that that's that fucking netflix one right i tried to put it on as a background film with not very high expectations and couldn't even get through it really it's yeah it's like a is it a rom-com or not even it's yeah, it's like a rom com. Um, yeah, I was very shocked by that as well. That's it's giving old Golden Globes energy. It's giving someone in the Hollywood Foreign Press wanting to meet J Law. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving Netflix paying a lot of, a money, lot of money secretly. <laughs> it's giving the press trip to Paris. Yeah, it's giving that. It's giving they all got to have breakfast with Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, somewhere along the line, Rosamund Pike nominated. Very good. Very good. Very good. So supporting, they just don't they don't separate it into categories. It's just one. Oh no, they do. No, they, they did. What? No, they don't. Wait. They don't. No. For supporting. Oh yeah. That's a tight one as well. Julianne Moore was incredible in May December. Yeah, my gut's telling me Julianne, even though I haven't even seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just make guesses. I want to guess guessing. best performance by a male actor in a motion picture because I haven't seen any of these. Okay, it's out of Nicolas Cage in Dream Scenario, which I really want to see. Timothy Chalamet, Wonka, which I don't want to see. Matt Damon, Ian, no. No. I <laughs> don't want to see it, even though I don't know what it's about. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix, Bo is Afraid. What even is that? Um, oh, that's that Ari Aster movie, which I didn't see. Okay. I think, oh, who will win in that? Hard to It'll say. probably be like Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. Yep. That's, let's <laughs> give it to Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> On your Jeff. Um, yeah, Jeffrey. Well done, Jeffrey. Okay. Who is he? Um, he's, did you watch? Um, oh, yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, from Westworld. Amazing. Perfect. <laughs> Congrats. Supporting role, it's got to go to, it's got to go to Ryan. Yes, it has to go to Ryan. It simply has to. Not Robert Downey Jr. and Oppenheimer. He was so annoying. Yeah, not that. He was just like. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I mean, yeah, surely it has to go to Ryan. Like that, that just, it's, I guess it's like an any motion picture though, which is quite crazy, like not in comedy. Yeah. 
which makes it more tense. Charles Melton, again, very good on Made of Simba. I feel like William Defoe's going to kill Who's that? Oh, my God. I love him. Look him up. You'll recognize him. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's fucking iconic. He's fucking Spider-Man yeah. guy. Yeah. He's going to get it. Mm. Nah, they won't give it to him. He's too old. I think I think it's Ryan. I think they'll want, a, they'll want an easy PR win. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Also, because it is such a PR win, like someone winning an Oscar for playing, like, Ken. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I suspect. I would absolutely love Celine's song to beat Bradley Cooper for best director. That would feel like spiritually correct. I would love that so much. I oh, it's probably just gonna be fucking like Christopher Nolan. Do you think they won't do that? Sometimes you sometimes you like think they're smarter than they are though. They probably just will. I it's also like I always have in my head that they're literally sitting together and picking who gets what as opposed to, like, they're just a bunch of people individually voting. So I don't – it could just be a rogue like Christopher Nolan because people are obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I adore Greta Gerwig, but I'd rather see Celine Song win. Yes, agreed. Bradley Cooper, just no. He needs to be, like, banned from getting awards or something so he can, like, sort his – sort himself out he needs to apologize to taffy as well (laughs) while he's at it for that for that interview (laughs) for that new york times interview exactly he just takes himself so seriously and i just feel like a celine song would win this and kind of just be like okay and just not care that much and for him it would be quite literally the most exciting thing that's ever happened to him to win a golden globe for best director agreed One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Best screenplay. Gotta be Barbie. Gotta be Barbie. Oh, yeah. I don't even think any of these other ones are very... Because it's like... Or poor things. Because Oppenheimer's just like, okay, you're copying the book. Killers of a Flower Moon, you're also copying a book. Past Lives, like, gorgeous story, but quite, like, a simple story. A simple love story. Mm-hmm. And Anatomy of a Fall copied The Staircase. <laughs> <laughs> Barbie's the only original thing and poor things. <laughs> the staircase in Switzerland. Okay, what are your <laughs> thoughts on best original score? <laughs> Where are we at? What does this even mean, the soundtrack? Um, no, I think it literally means like the score. What What does that mean? <laughs> like the the music that's just made for the movie. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so if they're going somewhere and it's like, da-da-da, with a violin. Okay, well, I haven't seen any of these, so I'm going to go with the boy and the heron. <laughs> Joe Hisashi. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know either. Maybe Oppenheimer. That was, that was very heavy on the music. Yeah. Best original song has to be, oh, there's a few Barbie songs. Whoa, there's, what? There's like 7,000 Barbie songs. Dua Lipa Dance the Night, I'm Just Ken by Mark Ronson and Andrew Wyatt. Can you believe that's nominated for – I keep thinking this is the Oscars. Can you believe that's nominated for a Golden Globe? And then what was I made for? Billie Eilish and Phineas. That's a special song. I up against Bruce Springsteen and Len- Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> what did they do? They did some random things. 
Bruce Springsteen addicted to romance. I want to listen to that. I love love a bit of Bruce. Cinematic and box office. Oh my god, there's also TV. We're literally never going to get through this list. I know we can give up soon, but that's this is a new award that they announced this year because of I think Barbie killing it. That's crazy. So they they like they will win. Well, Barbie will win, or it was a reason to get Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes. Very true. That movie's also nominated. Yeah, and that movie killed it. And it was very, very clever what she did. That's a smart PR move by them. Do you watch the morning show still? Or did you ever? No. No, I couldn't really get into it. It didn't it didn't grab me. I'm sorry to say. Wow, I loved the first season, but the second season I I completely dropped off for the second season. Greta Lee's in it. Which is which That's makes nice. me want to watch watch it, but they did, which I think is so crazy for a show. They did an entire COVID season, mm. which is so gross no because no that. one wants to watch yeah. that back. So season one, I really liked. Season two, I started it, and they're literally like starting to talk about the coronavirus breaking out and like coming to America <laughs> and all these cases and stuff. I was like, no. as if anyone wants to watch that terrible i saw somewhere that jennifer anderson gets paid two million dollars per episode of the morning show she probably does deserved so nice (laughs) i wonder what reese gets paid um yeah so the usual i mean it's this tv we can just run through succession sweep i imagine Mm -hmm. maybe some last of us because that was really good but yeah Wow, there's going to be so many people on the red carpet. A few things to say that have nothing to do with this. One of them is best television series, musical or comedy. See, even, I guess, is the bear a fucking comedy? Like, I'm so confused. Uh, But I feel feel like I just want to talk about Rosalia dating that guy. (laughs) Yeah, they seem to be very... They were holding hands, weren't they? I kind of like it. I'm kind of, I'm kind of vibing it. I love it. Two hot people bussing is always exciting for society. They're hot and they're also hot in like a similar way where they are kind of, mm-hmm. they, they keep getting packed like in dirty kind of hoodies and baggy track pants yeah. smoking in like an alleyway, which is so hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. Um... And I just love, I don't know, I was, so Jeremy Allen White, who's the guy in The Bear, the story with him, I kind of only just watched The Bear recently, so I missed the initial hype around him, but he was kind of married with two kids to his, like, childhood sweetheart, very, very um, normy kind of guy, and then was in this show that blew up, and then ev- now everyone wants to boss him, and I was just thinking, like... He's not that obviously good looking. It's kind of his character's hot in the show and whatever. And how just getting that role on that TV show just now means that he busses Rosalia and is just everywhere. And I don't know. Like Life is just so weird. Yeah, every woman's <laughs> worst nightmare, basically. Worst nightmare. I know. I know. I was thinking that his ex-wife must have just seen, especially chefs, when you're playing a chef, like a, a dirty, tattooed chef, I don't know. It's, it, she would have just watched the first episode and been like, my life is about to be completely different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm heading for the divorce. Um, yeah, I also find it funny um, that, like, Rosalia could watch this show and be like, this guy's so hot, and then just, like, slide into his DMs. And because she's famous yeah. and so hot, they just start dating. I think that happens exactly. so often when celebrities watch tv shows and find someone attractive and then they just like they just start dating them i was like what a we talk about status and power but what power is this i know the craziest level of power like kylie Jenner just being able to be like i think timothy chalamet's hot yeah get up on the phone and he just like arrives at (laughs) her door yeah (laughs) (laughs) like postmates um, yeah, I love that for them. Are there any other silly couples? I feel like there have been a few that we haven't. Oh, you're Barry, Barry. Oh yeah, Barry. Barry and Sabrina Carpenter. No, um, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch. So 
Baz is dating Sabrina Carpenter, who I am completely not across in any way, shape or form. I agree. We've like missed her somehow in the cultural, like we're like a few years too old or something. Yeah. Is she Disney? <laughs> we just say that about every young actress that we don't know Anyone about. That we don't know who's so famous is probably Disney. I'm surprised by that just because I thought that Barry had a, also had a wife and a child. Really? Mm. I mean, probably keep, does. I'll keep a good man down. And then Selena Gomez, what's this? You were texting me a boy with Birkenstocks on yesterday saying you would bus him. Who is this man? Okay, so this guy's called Benny Blanco. I don't actually know who he is, but I know that he's famous. Like I've heard of his name before. Oh, he's a producer. Record, record producer Benny Blanco. Why do I know his name? He's like done... Selena Gomez revealed she's had Botox while defending her relationship with Benny Blanco. Yeah, so this is more the funnier thing is that Selena Gomez is just going like absolutely off chops on social media about him. What's she doing? I don't know. She, she, She just shouldn't be on socials. She's too sensitive. Yeah, she's too sensitive. She's too sensitive to have like a following of that size. And basically, so Benny Blanco... Why do I know this? Is um, like did a bunch of music with Justin Bieber or something. So she's known him for a really long time and they've like recorded music together and stuff. And someone said, Are they, they just made a song together or something? But someone said, Are they dating? And she's basically just started posting stuff on Instagram about him. I'm just going to find it. Someone. Yeah, she's just doing this really jado stuff. Like someone on Instagram put up, Selena Gomez reveals she has a crush on someone just in time for her new TV show. And then she like put a winky face under it. And then someone on Pop Facts, (laughs) a like random celebrity Instagram account goes, rumor Selena Gomez is dating music producer Benny Blanco. And she just comments going, facts. Facts? Yeah, someone also said, so unhandsome, (laughs) me. He is so unhandsome. (laughs) And then she said, I feel bad for you. And then someone said, remove your cheek fillers slash implants that's messing with your brain. And she goes, ha, 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 I've had Botox, baby girl. And then later she said, it's been six months, baby. I will always defend my friends, family, and fans till the day I die. I know, she's so jada. She's being really chaotic. And then she put up a photo with a ring with a B on it made of diamonds on her wet, her engagement finger, her wedding finger. What does that mean? Oh, because his name's Benny Blanco. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My mind went to Beyonce. My mind went straight to Beyonce. <laughs> and now they're sharing. Now they're sharing all these pictures like hugging. Where? And, like, I can't see anything. I'm on her That's Instagram. That L article. Everything is in there. Selena Gomez shared another Instagram story featuring Blanco, this time of the couple hugging. I just, I know, I just like that picture of him in those Birkenstocks. I don't know why. It just gives <laughs> us like such a confident energy. His toe is like suit. either, his toe's either got. I know. Let's not talk about the toe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to zoom it. I like literally started, I was on the couch. And I started zooming in to screenshot his toe to you. And then I was like, oh, I can't even be bothered doing this. Just like Do exited. I need to? She's seen it. Oh, no. <laughs> I just was like, that's enough. Off your phone. Um, oh, my God. I have it still on my phone. Okay. I just never delete. sent it to you. D- delete, delete. Um, he must have jammed it. He must have dropped something on it. Yeah, and he, like, confidently wore an open-toed <laughs> shoe regardless. <laughs> that is crazy. I like how unhot he looks in that photo. Yeah, I know, obviously. I know why you you sicko like that photo. <laughs> um, so I've got no strong thoughts, except it's just, I just, just chaos, chaotic. She's been very chaotic this last year. Oh, she just posted another... I just checked her story and she posted another black and white photo of them hugging. I mean, I'm happy she's happy, but again. I just don't get why she's in the weeds. I'm just like, I'm not in the weeds and I'm not <laughs> like super are. famous. What do you mean? On Ivanka Trump's Instagram, for example. Oh yeah, on Ivanka Trump. But I mean, like, I'm not, 
like she's seeking out pop fan accounts. Yeah, we don't even check our podcast reviews. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just like she's literally in the weeds of like weird, obscure celebrity pod, like celebrity news accounts, reading the comments and responding to them. It's like kind of crazy. Yeah, it's very crazy. Wouldn't you just not want people to know you're doing that, even if you're doing it? Yes. Yeah, because I'm also like, I don't want to stop her from posting on Instagram if she wants to post on Instagram. That's like her prerogative. But I am like, if it's gonna, if it's gonna mean you're going to be scrolling through, finding comments from like trolls, then maybe it's not the best. I want to know who Sabrina Carpenter is. Are you sad that she's dating Barry? Have your dreams been um, dashed? My dreams have been dashed a little bit, but I'm I'm happy for her. A round-faced blonde gives me hope. <laughs> She is basically, well, it'd be fine for actually before I say something. I was going to say she's basically you, but young. God, this is the thing with these Disney. Like, I thought she was older, not because she looks older, just because she's been in my consciousness for, like, so long. But I think this is what happens with Disney kids, is that you're aware of them when they're, like, 15. Yara Shahidi is 23 years old, and she did a speech um, at the Max Meyer Women in Film and was like, I've been working for 20 years. (laughs) That's mental. (laughs) Like, literally, she wasn't even joking. Uh, Yeah, like, she, to me, is 30 in my brain just because I feel like I've I've known of her for so long. Sabrina Carpenter has 32 million Instagram followers. I'm on there now, having a little browse. So she's a singer as well. What can't she do? (laughs) Singing in Sao Paulo. Probably can't do a podcast. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't host afterward drinks. That's for damn sure. Okay, what else do we have to talk about? The New York Times best dressed people list. Did you look at that or should we do yeah, it? Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, that's really good. We can start. We can start now and I might finish spill it. over to Patreon. Yeah, so this is uh, the most. I didn't know. Did these guys always do this? Styles is most 71 most stylish people. Mm, it's the first time I've heard of it. Yeah, of 2023. It's a weird, like, gimmicky, meme list yeah. that surprised me. So they said, so this is New York Times style sections. Yeah, most stylish people of the year. The people on this list who are presented in no particular order reflect the way the styles desk defines its coverage. High and low, fun and serious, cu- curious and open-minded. <sighs> um, blah, blah, blah. Some had great hair, some had singular accessories, one person had both and was mistaken for a duchess in disguise. Okay. Michelle Yo. Yes. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> she, they've got her, is that Balenciaga that she's wearing? Green Balenciaga. Yeah, she's a Balenciaga girly now. Oh, that's so good. She's a brand ambassador, I think, like Nicole is. Them having her and Nicole Kidman is, like, perfect. Making good moves. Okay, Beyonce Renaissance Tour, yes. Crazy. The couture she wore. Yep. Amazing. Phoebe Philo. This is where it gets... Random. It gets <laughs> random because I don't Number even think three. there's been a picture of Phoebe Philo this year. It's It's almost just people who are relevant in... The fashion or pop culture space in 2023. A giant list. They're just talking about her new brand, but I feel like that's quite random. Francis Tierfo. Tennis player. A tennis player who wore a colourful... See, I don't think this is very stylish. No. <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> and then it goes into like... And then it goes into film. So it's like got PJ and Josie and Bottoms. And were they even stylish in bottoms? Um, new jeans. Yeah. K-pop. Don't even know about them. They're like the new Blackpink. Yeah. And then representative Patrick McHenry of North Carolina. <laughs> and his bow ties. I'm like, yeah, they're cute. But re- like Jeff Bezos's yacht. Yeah. I didn't like that. It feels like it's just trying to be, like, funny in a way that I don't know if it's landing. I know. I agree. When the boat set sail, many started to see Lauren Sanchez, the former news anchor who became engaged to the Amazon founder in its figurehead. In an interview with Vogue, she denied it was her likeness. Okay. And she said she would have had bigger boobs. That's funny. Travis Kelsey. Okay. This man is just not stylish. And they picked almost the worst picture I've ever seen of his style. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know. I like that he. I like that he's a man who likes his fashion, Same. and I like that he's a man that wears things that are unconventional. Like I don't have a problem with that, but I'm like that's. It's similar to Taylor Swift. I like her being herself, her chuggy little self. But I'm not going to call it stylish. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to see that denim jacket on this list. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dylan, cute. Who is that? Um, so Dylan Mulvaney is like a like trans influencer TikToker and she posted like a spawn con with a Bud Light beer earlier in the year and then all these fucking crazy conservatives were like Bud Light taking on the trans agenda and then they tried to cancel Bud Light and Dylan just became this face of this horrible backlash. Um, and yeah, she's kind of done some like red – it kind of made her – much more like famous a in, a, in a horrible way, but people kind of rallied around her. Okay. She, well, I mean, she looks gorgeous, yeah. See, Pharrell Williams, that's like, again, about his business, taking over at Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Tapped a pregnant Rihanna for an ad campaign, designed a $1 million handbag. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's courtroom looks, yes. See, and then it goes into the sphere. Like, What's I hate sphere? this. this is, the sphere is a new, huge new arena have a look at it have a little look-see in las vegas and it so it goes the screen goes all the way across Mm -hmm. so like you'll be watch. everyone's been going to u2 there (laughs) recently and you watch u2 perform and then it has like the background of them of like their visuals that go right across you so it's apparently it's like quite a crazy experience um but i don't think it's fashion yeah. <laughs> Best dressed people of 2023, the sphere. Like, definitely not either. It's like an eyesore. Yeah. Worst picture of it as well, looking like. Yeah, and that's coy. a hideous photo of it. Like, Ugh. it looks better than that when I saw it. I hate that sphere. Um, Alan coming in the traders. Don't even know what that is, but the fits look good. <laughs> Lauren Hill, yes. Great. Paul Mescal, yes. Why this picture? They've said it's about his mullet. Mm. yeah that's random like the ludicrously capacious bag in succession i'm just like "Mm." it's like a bit a bit cringe like we've all moved on yeah and then they go to jacob alordi and that's like a yes god he looks so hot when he carries a bag (laughs) bag. it's actually crazy (laughs) (laughs) the bag the wait what fit what where what's giving you more bussable energy pick left or the right. left definitely but i love yeah. when he's wearing mm-hmm. like a Bottega fully woman's handbag yes yeah. like over the crossbody yeah but definitely the left one is like outrageous <laughs> that tall tall man okay i just want to keep scrolling lily gladstone like yeah Megan. i mean <laughs> Really glad to know I'm like, yes, I love her, but I'm also like, I don't even know if I saw any of her fits. She looks nice. Happy for her to be there if the sphere's going to be there. Like, yeah, yeah, Megan, that fucking doll. Greta Lee, yes. But like the worst outfit she's possibly worn this year. I know. What? (laughs) Who did the picture research? How has people, how have people not slammed this or have they? I've just missed it all. I just, I like saw it, opened it, scrolled and then put it on our list and closed it. (laughs) surely people are saying some things um yeah it's so random okay other noteworthy additions mark zuckerberg okay king charles yeah king charles no no that's rude actually to put him on there i know that's what i mean i feel like it's like this is sad a sad day for all the people that are are really stylish and who are included in this (laughs) it's like are you it's like are you making fun of me do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what the tone is hard to read. Yeah, like Maggie Smith's Loewe campaign. Like, this is such a gorgeous photo. Why would you put that beside Prince Charles? Yeah. The AI Pope. And then Jenna Lyons. Yeah. It goes and goes and goes. What's your worst? There's, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg for sure. Why the fuck is he <laughs> in there? <laughs> Literally. Yeah, what the fuck? And then, this like, Ariana Maddox, and again, love her. She's had a hard year, but, like, so random. Yeah, this is not okay, it's this list. It's just a pop culture moment. And then Mucha Prada. 
And then Barbie in Barbie. I'm like, I, don't, I guess I don't even have a problem with that. If there's, <laughs> there's too many other things to have a problem with. Ariana DeBose, like, on the stage doing the rap. Yeah, and then Victoria and David Beckham, like, the most low-key, gro- like, average photo of them ever. The cockroach at the Met Gala. Like, this is not funny. <laughs> Taylor Swift <laughs> is included in here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where are the comments? I need to go into the 171 comments. That's not see. enough. Okay. Where is Dita Von Teese? <laughs> the sphere, the AI Pope. This list is a joke. Oh. Anyway. Olivia Rodrigo is good being in there. People aren't saying much. Isn't Zendaya, Zendaya yeah, was Zendaya not? Yeah, and Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah, there are so many people that should have been in here. Actually, we should make a better one for the Patreon. Yeah, let's we should have a list. think about the people we thought were super stylish this year. Yeah, and talk about it on Patreon yeah, or like perfect. or a better funny list if they're gonna take the piss out of us. <laughs> agree all right must go goodbye love you guys um yeah nothing else to say really so close to christmas very close to christmas we're just gonna chug on through yeah we're just gonna chug on through nothing better to do (laughs) literally doing literally have no idea what i'm even what we're doing for christmas might like go away to the snow or something i see you're not gonna be in new zealand for christmas no not in new zealand till january 8th yeah, nice. Mark your calendars, girls. Be at the airport, please. I know. Bring signs. This time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, bye. Bye. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.